0: what's up guys we believe teenagers have been put in a box and under a stereotype and we want to break out of that every week we talk with the next generation of innovators and influencers about stuff like entertainment fashion sports and food we also get the perspective on current topics as well as find out what keeps them motivated on the daily welcome to juvie
1: What's going on, Juvie listeners? We're back with another episode. Super excited for this one before Josh intros the guest. If you guys are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, please hit the download button. That's a way to help us. If you enjoyed the episode, leave a five-star review. Drop your comments on YouTube. If you're watching, subscribe. We have a goal of hitting 10,000 subscribers by March 1st, which will mark Juvie's
0: one year. If you guys enjoyed the episode, watch all the way through. This one's exciting. Sure is. Today, we are joined by Chris Kolk, who started playing football in his senior year of high school and ended up going D1 in college and is now in the entertainment business. I already said your name. How are you doing, Chris?
2: Awesome, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be on. Of, yeah, course.
0: of course.
1: I think Chris has a super interesting story, so I, I want to touch on his story, but also I think he has a lot to say on other topics. Yeah. But Chris, we kind of mentioned that you started in your senior year of high school. Why did you start so late? That would be my first question for you.
2: This is, a, this is a great question. It's one of those ones where it kind of takes the path of making a good out of a bad. Okay. Because prior to my senior year of high school, I was always playing baseball. That was my sport. I loved it. But I got cut from the baseball team my junior year. And I prior to that I never really played organized football. So, but I decided to start getting in the gym after I got cut from baseball. And this went from there. I was like, "All right, I'm going to get so good at baseball that they don't say no to me next year." Gotcha. But it kind of took the yeah, it took the shape of Becoming like, damn! I saw the football players in there, and I was seeing myself. They're not any bigger than me. They're not any better than me. Like, and if I put myself in the position, I, was, I could play there. And I'd always loved catching passes and stuff like that with my dad. I just never played organized ball. Yeah. So I decided, you know, what? I'm just gonna take a chance and see what happens. You know, and the next thing that happens is, you know, you're just moving down that football road.
1: I love that. I yeah, think that's so super cool. cool. So, like, when it when it came to baseball, did you feel like you had something to prove, and that football could kind of be your fresh start?
2: It originally started as proving, having something to prove in baseball. Gotcha. It was one of those things where adversity introduces a man to himself. So it's it's you you get punched in the mouth and you either sit there and mope in your sorrow or you get up and just turn up and the next thing you know you're all right. I'm I'm gonna get better at this. You know they can't yeah. say no to me next year. 100%. But it turned out, yeah. So I, I ended up making a pivot about about a month into this whole lifting situation. Where I was lifting every day in the gotcha. gym and doing all this stuff, and I, I started getting bigger. I was like, "Damn, maybe I could play football."
0: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I love it. that. That's super sick. So, when you were starting, um, was there anybody who inspired you more than more than anyone else?
2: I would say that. So, I obviously made this kind of journey very thumbnail in the first five minutes of this yeah, podcast, yeah. but it was a it was a, it was a two and a half year journey of wow. this relentless work, ad- adversity. Uh, Knows from just about everybody, like knows in the sense of being told no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you know, I mean, it's a tough one because I want to point to like one particular person that made made it like made it like like okay for me to be like inspired. Like I would say that a lot of the driving force behind my inevitable like ambition was obviously within myself, and glory to God for that. But I I got a lot of hate from a lot of kids who I went to high school with when I decided, like, okay, I'm going to play football at USC. And a lot of these kids who went to high school, yeah, these kids really didn't, they saw where I was. I saw where I could be.
1: I love that. And when you see that's where, right?
2: When you see so when you see where you can be, but you're not necessarily you're like your reality hasn't caught up to that yet. Yeah. A lot of people will doubt you, but they doubt the they don't they doubt you where you are. They don't doubt you where your work could get you. I love, yeah. that. and that's a major flaw.
1: So do you feel like you right? kind of yeah. use those no's and those hates to your advantage?
2: Thousand percent. I wrote a lot of them down. Gotcha. I wrote a lot of them down in a in a list of a. Uh, notes on my phone you know what you know what's
1: funny about that is i have a folder on my phone where it's a bunch of screenshotted love comments and i actually have one just for the hate as well because i think sometimes when it gets tough for me and i'm like what like why am i actually doing this then i remember i do have something to prove and that that kind of helps me Mm -hmm. come back to it and i i think sometimes people or motivational speakers they're like yeah just ignore the hate ignore the hate i think hate can actually be used to your advantage as long as you know how to manage it yeah
2: thousand percent thousand percent no it, you're uh, you're a thousand percent right about that because if you use hate let me put it this way everything in this world can be used for your benefit you know 100%. like obviously i'm a man am a man of faith now because i felt like i found god through my journey yeah but like all in the low points and in the high points like you can use that for your good you know yeah. as i was i was talking to you guys like, in the email that i sent you a few weeks ago on that update i posted this tiktok about my story and it kind of popped off like sixty five thousand views or something like that and got like 400 comments or something and then three like i'd say 398 of them were like dude you inspired me good yeah, on yeah. you blah 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 but then there were two that were negative but for some reason i was like damn why do those stand out more 100%. than three hundred and ninety eight positive one right like i
0: don't know yeah <laughs> i think i think
1: i kind of see it as this there's always going to be a two percent that hate and i think yep. you know the only way to know you're truly doing something right is if you're causing reaction in people. Yeah, If you're posting something uh-huh. that you post motivational, of course there's going to be people that don't like it because it caused reaction. Either it was jealousy. It it maybe brought some guilt in them. They're like, damn, I could have kept working for that and this guy did. I I understand it if you're at a low point in your life. You yeah, know, definitely. I, I don't condone it, but I understand no. it.
0: Yeah, because yeah. you you're only realize you're doing something powerful if people hate you for it. Exactly. Like... No one's ever going to, or not everyone is ever going to completely agree with what you say, but that's okay. Think because about it's it. it's your opinion and if everybody else is believing you and there's two people who don't. Well, what are you going to listen think to? Think about it like this
1: Kanye is a who's inspiration for me. And I think the top influential people on this planet are some of the most hated people on this yeah. planet. And it's because sure. they're doing something different. Yeah. We started this podcast mm-hmm. and there's nothing else like it. It's different. And I think that's why we get the hate. So now I think when it comes sad. to your story, I think what's different is your story is your mindset. You were shooting for the stars and all those kids were just trying to get a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, it's, I think that's a well, well said. Like, I like that. Because. Here's the thing. I remember I watched one of your guys' TikToks. It's like, do you think you're better than anyone? I think absolutely not. But my thought process sets me apart from other people. hundred percent. And that's what, right? So I think that that's one of those things where you like think to yourself, a lot of these people have closed mindsets of very linear thinking. When you go around and think about, okay, there's a lot of different aspects of my decision and my story. And if you take that kind of prospect, like you don't there's nothing that you can't do in this world.
0: Yeah, 100%. exactly. I believe that. So, what would you say in life? Your basic like, um, what's the word? I'm mindset. i blank. Yeah, mindset or like thing you live by, like day to day.
2: I would say that a lot of it has to do with my faith. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how many. Like, I'm obviously not going to try and like preach over you guys. No, you're show, good. We're we're both like, we're both
1: full on believers, so we love it.
2: Okay. Well, so I mean. of the most important things in my life like romans 8 28 is my favorite verse we know that all things god works for the good of those who love according to his purpose so that's one of my favorite verses and i think to myself like in this kind of lows and highs and transitioning with that same thought process to people who may or may not be believers you can think of it in the terms of like a marathon yeah think about your life as a marathon nipsey hustle you know another prolific uh, uh, artist likens life to the marathon you look around you see all these people doing different things Some people are finishing their race early and it looks like they're catching success earlier than you are. Or some people are later and you know, you go beyond that. It doesn't really matter. Like, I think that the, one of the most prolific things that I could tell, like somebody or impart to someone is to kind of play your own hand, recognize there are going to be ups and downs in your journey. Like, and for me, I give a lot, I give all glory to God for that. You know, because you try and, you try and like put like expectations to timelines and stuff like that. But I, You've gotta recognize that it's not your timing. 100%. You know, it, it, you've gotta you've gotta be like, Okay, if it's if if God doesn't want it at this point, like why would I want it?
1: Exactly. Yeah. And, and we talk about a lot on here. This podcast isn't for the sprint. This isn't going to stop after one year, two years, three years. We're going to stay until we're at the top. And who knows what's going to happen then? Our podcast has grown yeah. and impacted people in the first six months like we never expected. And, yeah. I, and I believe that we're getting more downloads. We're getting more emails and messages from people that like you. Like When we first started in this first month, I didn't think I was going to be talking to a D1 football player but i didn't i didn't set but i didn't set those expectations i wasn't telling myself if i don't have this in the first six months i'm failing yeah. no i focus on we're getting hundreds of messages of people that were changing their lives i'm like, winning
0: yeah like within one month of starting we had a dm come through from someone that we both kind of know which meant so much to us she it was this girl who said that after she watched one of our episodes um she like started a business because she's a very talented artist and she said that she wow. was too nervous to start a business until she watched one of her episodes and had the motivation and that meant that's awesome. so much and that's, to us that's really that our moment. mindset it's yeah. just
1: it's simply not a sprint for us exactly now when it comes on you I you've agree. played
0: you've played in front of
1: massive crowds what what do you feel like when you're on the field what makes you different than the other athletes on that field
2: you know i would say that the most the best answer i could give to that was my work prior to it because I could think like, cause everybody's got a story, especially going to a big school. Like SC. Yeah, a lot of people got there, you know, everyone's got a sad story. I've got a sad story that, you know, led me there. A lot of these guys are from dire conditions too. So it's, it's everyone's story is a little bit different, but what sets you apart from people is undoubtedly your mindset and your framework. Yeah. Cause a lot of people think like, okay, SC or big, big time school. Then they go to the NFL. And a lot of people don't recognize, like, okay, there are a lot of, there's a lot of competition to get there. And the thing is, like, there's no issue with that. The odds are what they may. It's yeah. only what you're willing to do to accomplish that.
0: Yeah, It, it doesn't yeah. really
2: matter. Like, pr- my brother's going to play pro baseball, like, next year. He's, going, he's leaving for a facility in Seattle next wow. week. Wow. So, he, and le- and look, I mean, my odds of playing at USC when I was a senior in high school were as close to zero as they could yeah, get. Yeah, that's especially 100%. Especially after tearing my ACL. Wow. It's like my ACLs got torn in my first game, dude. Like wow, you think, geez. like the door, the door to get usd was not only closed but it was like freaking deadbolted too <laughs>
1: wow yeah <laughs> so you know
2: so it's the it, it, it odds I, I whenever someone like mentions odds to me like it, it doesn't even register anymore i love that so, like you gotta you gotta think about think about in the sense of, like okay what separates you is your mindset to get there shutting down all the haters knowing that you can get there when you put your mind to it
1: yeah i love yeah. it wow me. starting your senior year that's kind of crazy because i crazy. know i know some athletes start when they're like four or five you know yeah. they're starting super young yeah now at At what point, if you started playing your senior year, at what point were you like, "dang, like maybe maybe I could go to college for this, or did you have that dream all along
2: i I knew I never doubted myself in my journey to get to s c but it wasn't until after I went to junior college that I knew I could get there okay i went to i went to I went to three junior colleges in two years,
1: wow, wow, so
2: yeah, so I went. I went from high school, I went, it's just one of those things where, like, you just don't give up on your dreams, 100%. you know, I got surgery after my senior year of high school, and right after I got off the operating table, I told my parents and my brother, like, I'm playing football at USC.
0: Wow, that's so cool. they gave me chills, it was <laughs> at that,
2: yeah. I, like, dude, like, I was in the, I was in, I remember, I'll never forget where I was, I was, I was crutching down, like, at our apartment in LA, we were, there's this, like, little hill you gotta go down in order to get to, like, the door from the parking lot, so... I was crutching down there. My mom and my brother and my dad were like all like, my mom or something was right next to me. And my brother was like, you going to do it? I'm like, yeah, I'm playing football at
1: USC. Wow. wow. So
0: That's now, crazy.
1: So now uh, I, what's interesting and I love about that is a lot of people straight out of high school, they'll quit if they don't get that offer Definitely. of the school they're looking for. Yeah. But you were really, you were passionate enough to take the risks of going to these colleges that maybe, maybe people look down upon since you didn't go straight D1. Now, yeah. a, how long after that surgery did you get an offer to go play for a junior college?
2: I stayed my course. I didn't, I didn't, I knew that my path wasn't going to be through the traditional route. I knew that my path to get to SC wasn't going to be like, okay, me getting this offer or litany of offers from different schools. I knew that I needed to, let me put, let me just give you call a spade a spade. I, I was here. I needed to be at point, I was point A, I needed to be at point B and I had a yeah. lot of ground to make up. So I put my nose to the grindstone, started working out every day. Started getting after it, focusing on which wide receivers that I wanted to emulate when I was running routes. I like started working with the receiver coach. Wow. I did what I needed to do in the interim to make sure that I got to the point of where I needed to be to play receiver at USC. Wow. So it, it, it came along. The, it wasn't like technically like I'm I'm good. I just need to showcase my ability. It was more like okay, I need to get good. And then when the time comes and USC gives me okay, Chris, you can try out. Yeah. And make sure I'm good then.
0: Dang. Definitely. Wow. I, I respect that. That's like the mamba mentality. Yeah. Like working harder than anybody yeah. else just to prove that what you're doing, you're going to work harder than anybody else on the field. Yeah. That
2: percent. So and that's the thing too. Like one, one more thing about that. I didn't yeah. to cut you off. You're but good. All good. It, 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 a lot of it comes down to this. I'm sure your viewers will get value from this. It, it's a, it's a dream that you only, you can see. Yeah. Yeah. It's working for a dream and an outcome that only, you know, yeah and that's the thing it can get you can get caught in the mud a little bit about that when for instance my college counselor friends alike i I lost a lot of friends through this journey because you know for whatever reasons like it doesn't like there are any number of reasons why you lose friends when you get serious about a goal but my college counselor literally looked me in the eyes and told me chris i would get really i would get really i get real about your USC expectations like yeah there's no way you're gonna go there. She she told me you should go to this small school in Texas because they have a shitty football program. That's wow. what she told me. Wow. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, wow, you're not gonna you're not gonna stop my goal. You're not gonna yeah. stop my dream. Are you yeah. crazy? Like, yeah. Wow. So that so it's just working hard for only a dream, a dream that only you can see.
1: Yeah, 100. percent And I, you know, what's interesting about that is. Quick story, I don't know if you know like, why we started the podcast whatever. About a year ago, this time, I was in public high school my freshman year. And going into it, I always just felt a little bit different than everyone around me. And I don't mean that in a cocky, cocky way, like I'm better than them. I just felt my mindset and motivation level was different. And so yeah. from that on, I talked to Josh. We started the podcast. And one of my closest friends asked me the other day, he said, how do you spend every single Saturday in the studio? How do you spend your Friday nights at home prepping for episodes? And I told him, I was like, I'm getting messages from people all over the world telling them that I'm motivating them. Nothing's gonna stop me from being in the studio on Saturday. That's yeah. all I want to do. Oh, yeah. That's all I want to put my time oh, yeah. towards. When you find something that you fully love and believe in, no matter what anyone says, no matter the time commitments, the effort commitments, there's no stopping you at that point. Yeah. Nope. It's crazy. What are you gonna say, percent, dude? Like. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Like I, I completely, I completely agree. Like the most impactful messages that I ever received when I was playing at SC or the, or post, like I've been on this kind of circuit of going out and kind of telling my story and trying to get people yeah. like inspired from it. Cause I think a lot of people have, and I think there's a lot to tell. And one of the most the most impactful messages that I would receive are the ones that say I inspired them in their faith or they inspired them in their journey those those mean the world to me dude like yeah. I got one the other day it's like yeah. it's the fact that I'm able to like make a positive impact in someone's life exactly it, that's more than that, that means more than anything it's
1: like, like it's having a
0: fire than just pouring gasoline all over it like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's crazy Josh what are you Hell gonna yeah. say so um I've never actually asked this to anyone but it just came to mind what would you say in your mind your purpose? on this earth is.
2: I've got, I'm so glad you asked me this because it wasn't until recently that I figured it out. Okay. One of them, I, I'm obviously your divine purpose, you know, your providential purpose to make disciples and help people with their faith. But yeah, for me, like in my, in my journey, like I think there's a lot more that I can do, especially within my faith to help people. For instance, I really want to be one of the most successful people in the world. I always have been, but it wasn't, Clear to me how I wanted to impact people, because through this story, like I, I have a lot more stuff that I haven't told publicly yet because I'm waiting
0: until yeah. I get to
2: a certain level of success where it, it would make an impact on people. 100%. A lot of a lot more difficult difficult shit that I've been through. So I want people to know that there's nothing that they can't do. For start, amazing. Secondly, one of the other things that I've gotten clear on is as I level up in my career and my business and stuff like that, I want to take that and make it global. I want kids all over the world, like especially in the aspect of faith to think about things. Like uh, for instance, I know Africa has got a lot of hunger issues. My brother and I talk about this a lot. I want to, I want to impart that. I want to help kids over there. Like yeah, I, I want to help kids in the inner city. I want to teach financial literacy to the kids in the inner city through like talk, just coming, going and talking to people, I love you know, that. like no matter where they're, no matter where you go, like I feel like I can spread the gospel, not only that, but impact positive Positive value on people's lives to yeah. those kind of things. And I, I think that's definitely become what my purpose is, especially as it's because it's multifaceted, especially when I, as I level up in this world that's yeah. wise and stuff like that I'll just be able to impact more people and that's the most beautiful thing about it
1: I love that and I love how you're not boxing yourself into one stuff it seems yeah. like your purpose does a lot of different stuff and I think what's interesting mm-hmm. kind of how you started that is you said I've only kind of found it now I don't think people should rush into their purpose because I think it slowly unfolds no. you in 10 years you might have accomplished what you were and your purpose is just going to keep growing and yeah. I think I, I I mm-hmm. honestly think in a lot of different aspects, teenagers rush into stuff. But, like, this podcast is something that came to my mind. Is something that I knew was going to have an impact. Who knows if this is still mm-hmm. going to be doing it in 10 years. But right now in this moment, this is my purpose. Yeah. Like, there's a reason I'm on this set. And that's because I started six yeah. months ago.
0: We started six months ago, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think anybody should seek out that purpose i think the only way you'll truly find it is if it shows itself to you and i think work for it once I you agree. see it yeah. once you see it go for that right yeah. don't wait I on completely it agree. don't wait on it but also don't agree. go and try and find it it's not because it's then you're going to force yourself into something that might not be meant for you 100 percent. you should wait until it fully presents itself oh, yeah. to you and then once you see it just run with it
2: you never you never you never go anything half that
1: you know yeah. 100%. once you
2: once you, once you get super clear on it you get 10, and then you 10 X effort. I, 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 I to mention like Grant Cardone and kind of these kind of things because yeah. a lot of these people who, who love Grant Cardone have like ambition tattooed on their forehead Yeah. and they're so predictable. <laughs> but the book, the book that I really liked reading was 10 X rule. Obviously you got to take things for what they're worth, but the aspect of applying 10 X effort to just about anything that you're passionate about, or you have a work ethic for, it will always result in the best, like best avenues because I, I can speak to that from experience. True. Yeah.
1: And the thing is like you if you would have never taken the opportunity your senior year because you started doubting, oh, it's too late. All these people are better than me, you would have missed such a big opportunity. You got to go on oh, yeah. to play in front of thousands of people. And it's like when you see the opportunity, go for it. Because yeah. the longer you wait, slowly and slowly it's gonna fade away. And oh, like, yeah. teenagers were at a point where it's like it's it's time to take that risk. Yeah. Who knows where it's oh, gonna yeah. take you. No. Um with people like you have something to fall back on. Yeah, exactly. Right? And I think and I I what do you think about the people that are like just go with plan A and don't even have a plan B?
2: : I think there's some validity to it. I think that if you're super committed, you're going to make it work. You know there's a lot of this is a, this is a very hotly debated topic, but yeah.: The, the reason why I, I'm more inclined to give credence to that theory is because a lot of the people who I was listening to some people talk about it a few months ago. And it's like, you got to have a fallback plan. And this person who, for instance, wasn't anybody that anyone get motivated by. And gotcha. it's like the person, I don't know how, like, let me put it this way. Let's just say somebody came up to me and said, well, let's use my college counselor. For example, she said, Chris, you need to go to the small school in Texas because USC is too damn big. and too damn good for where you are right now. Yeah. yeah. Like you need, you need to focus on that. USC was my plan. A, I was, let me put it this way. I was never, ever going to stop for anything other than USC 100%. and that's, and that's, and that's the God's honest truth. Because yeah, I, I got accepted to other schools, dude. Like, I, I could have gone and played football smaller. But, like, I just knew USC was my purpose. And I wasn't going to do anything that would – I wasn't going to stop for anything less. And I wasn't going to fall back to plan B or plan C or plan D. But I really tr- and truly believe, especially as the most aspect like faith being the most important aspect, that yeah. it will always work out the best way it's supposed to. Definitely. But if you give a 10x effort and you work as hard as you damn can – The best result will always, always, always happen.
1: Yeah, that on the the plan A, plan B, I saw this illustration that really hit me, and it was someone running in a race, and their plan A was to finish their race, and plan B was behind Mm -hmm. them, and they said, if you're not full force for plan A, you're going to side shuffle and keep looking back at plan B. And that, that hit oh, yeah. me. I was yeah. like, yeah. it's true. If I, if i be like, I could go work, like I could go, um, get a job at a fast food place. Like that's my fallback. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to every once in a while, look back at that. And my full focus isn't going to be actually what I want, exactly. which is the podcast. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I agree. No. And that's the thing too. Like a lot of people who say you need plan B or plan C or a lot of the people who gave up on their plan A and they're trying to justify their own actions.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. I, I had
2: a I heard a friend, I heard, a, I heard somebody talk about like, uh, one of my friends is like really successful, but you don't see me complaining about it. I'm 100%. like, uh, that's, that's really sad. Like,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Like, that's really, really sad. It you is. You know, and I, I don't, some, like, there's certain, here's the thing people, everyone, not everyone thinks the same way. And there's a certain, there's a certain beauty to it in a sense, but like, for those, you got to know who you're talking to. If you're yeah. talking to ambitious and like creative individuals who know that they can change the world, you want to say, you you stay, fall back and get a plan B. That's only going to add fuel to their fire. Never. 100%. 100%. Yeah,
0: definitely. Exactly.
1: Um, now, for our audience listening, if there's any young athletes and there may be second, they're second-guessing if they really want to go for it, what would your advice be for them?
2: I would say that you should never, ever, ever listen to the doubt and let it be... De- let me put it this way. Don't de- let the doubt derail you. And once you... Use the doubt for your hard work because, like I said earlier, you can use just about anything in this world to... Move you forward. You can 100%. use positive, and you can use negative, moving you forward. I love it. But a lot of people, especially your friends, I never forget. I've I, I've been more vocal about this particular story because it was one that I always look back on, especially if I'm was was feeling like sad or not motivated or something yeah. like that. I, one kid would. I was in the locker room, and all the kids I went to high school with, they were all sitting there, and this one kid tried to call me out and said, "Hey, Chris, are you really going to play football at USC?" And everyone just started laughing when I said, "Yes." damn and it's one of those things you really like everyone else joined into because it's cool to kick people while while they're 100%, down 100% yeah. so you know so like never ever ever let somebody tell you what they think you should do it, at least in the at least in, in 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 the context of going for your dream there's obviously yeah. very smart people who can give you advice yeah but don't let someone inadequacies or insecurities prevent you from going and doing
1: something. Yeah. I, I like to think about it like this. Stop giving everyone else your power because I think yep. uh, letting other people's opinions sway what you're going to do is legitimately giving them all your power. Yeah. Like if you think about it, mm-hmm. I have power. And now if Josh says he doesn't like my shoes, I'm giving Josh a little bit of my power because he's affecting me. But sure. it, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Use all of your... No, I do. Use all of your motivation and just put it towards what you're really going for. Definitely. So...
0: thousand
2: percent. Like... Yeah. No, that's a, that's the that's the truth, dude. Like, especially in the world of social media right now, everyone's got an opinion, everyone thinks they have got a platform. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Use your like I'm not saying that everyone doesn't, but like if you're using your platform to shoot people down or try and posture as if you're somewhere where you're really not. Yeah, yeah. Then I think that I think it I think people see right through it and it's completely based on not only smoke and mirrors, but it's just being used for the wrong reasons.
0: Hundred yeah. percent. So, um, as we're coming to a close on this episode, we always ask the final question. What would you say, in your perspective, and I know you're not a teenager anymore, but from when you were a teenager, what was the most misunderstood thing about teenagers from an outside view, from, like, other generations? A really good question.
2: I think a lot of teenagers today, I think what's really misunderstood are the ones who actually think that they can make a difference. And the reason why I say that is because a lot of teenagers, especially today, more and more individuals are becoming more ambitious at an early age. And I I, I watch this one guy named Kevin O'Leary. He's one of the main sharks on Shark Tank. And he says that a lot of the people that stop him while he's out are kids like who are younger than me, your guys' age. And he says that like, that's really awesome because they're making an impact. However, a lot of the people who look down on teenage entrepreneurship or, Having these big dreams are misunderstanding, for instance, yeah. are those who like are in their life, never really got anywhere in their life, may have tried, but didn't put enough work to get there. Yeah. So I'd say one thing that's misunderstood about them is that their dreams are are not valid. You know, like 100%. their dreams are so, so, so clear and they want to make them happen so badly. And a lot of people just think it's like it's a fad or it's based off of some ancillary thing like they saw on Instagram or based yeah. off of like okay, I saw this yacht on Instagram or on on my TikTok feed and I really, really like that. You know, I want it. So a lot of people think that a lot of those things are based off of fleeting desires. And some people like you guys yourself, that's why I was so excited to come on you guys to show because I think you guys talk about a lot of really important shit. You guys have your head on straight. So that's why, you know, (laughs) I love it. So that's what I, you know, so one of the most misrepresented things about teenagers is that they are their goals and their dreams are just fleeting desires and i think that's yeah. so 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 dangerous
1: i love that it's one of my yeah. one of my favorite answers i've that's heard a great response i think if we can get this to 100 likes we'll run part 2 with chris cuz i think we have a lot more yeah, to go over definitely. but we're trying to keep the episode shorter yeah. so that everyone can watch it all the way but i really want a part 2 so yeah. you guys run up the likes on yeah. this episode Anything, if you loved anything that Chris said, go follow all the social media platforms. First link in the description. First link in the description. Go run up all the likes. We really appreciate you, Chris, for coming on. It means a lot. This episode's going to impact some people. Yeah. And.
2: Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you for
1: coming out. And I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap.